Greetings, brothers and sisters. Greetings, all of my beautiful people. I got a little treat for you today. You're on with Ebony Republicans. Please make sure you subscribe, you follow, and go through my library. Take your time. Use a little wisdom. Don't be judgmental. And just try to understand. Okay? This will be the equivalent of being plopped into the ghetto. Santa Claus, he says, until you learn what's going on here, you can't leave. You spend a few days and you're like, nah, I don't want to know too much. This is scary. This is weird. Then you realize you're not leaving. <laughs> and then you say, okay, let me figure this out, right? Just try to figure this out. So first of all, most, this is a positive podcast, okay? And I believe that I have not done a good enough job in explaining why we are where we are today. And I wanted to take some time to do that. You as my audience, you as my friends, my associates, I want to explain a little bit more in detail what it is that you're listening to, what it is that you're hearing, why is it sounds this way, what is actually going on. And we're going to be a little bit more clear. You see, a couple of decades back, maybe more than a couple, liberal left white men who had been in control of black women since slavery times covered it, the sex, the relationship, her skin. He fell in love with her. Just like in a movie with uh, Harriet Tugman, where her master was in love with her. And he didn't know whether she was going to be a slave or concubine or wife. And today, white men, specifically Jewish men as well, are in love with black American women. And they go out of their way to provide sort of like a side chick. All of the social benefits that she would need to stay in this crazy paradigm or wandering in the wilderness with him. Now, regardless if he's married or, you know, he belonged to the white woman or the Jewish woman, he still, is where you get the term, have had his cake and ate it too. But always wanted to make sure that you, if you thought about even looking at a white woman's underwears on a clothesline, if you thought about staring or watching the flow of her dress and imagining what she tastes like, vanilla or whatever, that was punishable by death. Today, it's not much that has changed. Have you ever just kind of walked into a black neighborhood, right? And you see the way it's laid out, right? And society would have you think that this is not a bad deal. I mean, I mean, other country has got a worse deal than you. And so you walk down the street and you see broken roads, sewage issues, <clears throat> street lights are out of place. Gang members, prostitutes, reverends, chicken stores, uh, you know, dirty bookstores, mechanic shops, all in one neighborhood. Nothing promising there. No premium restaurants or premium food, grocery stores. Libraries are like way far away. You got to go try. They don't have the things that a community needs to thrive, right? And who fault is this? Who's creating these neighborhoods? Are they happening by accident? I don't think so. We know the same people who are creating the welfare. It's creating these problems. The same people who are 
creating and developing everything else in the United States, from traffic signals to, to parks, dog parks. They're the same people that create a neighborhood and put everything destructive in it it needs to hurt itself. And so for the last couple of decades, as we said, white Jewish men, white liberal democratic men have worked overtime to create a narrative, create a paradigm in the black community that in their vision, they would like to see a feminized, less aggressive, less motivated, less uh, in charge of headship in Christ and in his home, black man, less family-oriented, more predatorized. And so they've used black women to create a narrative and a language uh, while the men are out of the homes. They've worked together between black women and white Jewish men, white liberal men, to create this paradigm for some silver pieces. And in this paradigm, she is supposed to miseducate him, misinform him, use psychology to break him, make him feel weak, make him feel like a victim, make the girls feel masculine, make them feel that they got to be in a boardroom and show the men that they could compete uh, in the place of the black male. This is what they're telling her. Make sure that they can't vote. Make sure they don't mind doing a crime. Make sure that they know that they're the victim and a cop is the problem. Make sure that these women play games and continue to tell the men that they're toxic and they're the problem when the women are using their vagina like a wallet or a debit card. They're playing with men. Their language, their mind, their ideology. And so they come and they lie because they're giving benefits for doing these things. In his judicial world, you know how he run things. Huh? In his workplace... And his retail, huh? under his law, black women have been protected in every which way. And the black male has been unprotected, unshielded, not even with a father. Just dying, filling up the tombstones in the graveyard. This is the reality in which we live and we're supposed to be quiet. I don't want to hear about Kyrie. Don't tell me about no Kanye West and what Jewish people are doing and who's the real Jews. I don't care about none of that shit. I don't believe it. I believe the real Jews are the real Jews. But I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't know that black women are being paid to hold back the black male. She's being paid to destroy the male child. She's being paid to be misleading and lie to the, uh, to the world and act like she's this single parent woman who just found her way into this in all 50 states and this state has got to come in and bail her out, okay? I know that they have weaponized civil rights and it has turned into sort of like a philosophy, if you will. And it's being used in an inappropriate, negative way to destroy the unity that we have in this country. So guys, what we're gonna do is we're gonna just take you and to these women who are not, I'm, I'm just being honest with you, black women are, are not smarter than black males by any stretch of the imagination. While those fathers were gone, I'm telling you, this was a plot between black women and liberal white men. I'm telling you. And the Jewish community helped to fund, and the Jewish white man, let's just put that, have helped to fund this operation. Okay? This is a whole operation that has taken place 
and the, the, against the black male and black women have been the main catalyst. This is what we want America to know and why we have to deal with these women ourselves. We don't, just like in Trinidad, baby, you can't go yelling at the white man as racist and the Jews did this to you, baby. Come on over here. You got to deal with us. Whoa, whoa, I'm on a run. We, we got white people. We about to instill civil rights and critical race theory. No, we're not because we're going to get some critical family theory going on here. Some critical uh, my father theory, okay, on what critically happened with the Jewish white man and a and and critical liberal white man. Why did y'all do this to us? Destroy our image and our likeness and tell us to get over it while your freaking daughters to this day have always had you right there to guide them with your old ass titties to their young breasts. They were there. You were there to tell them why they're bleeding. You were there to tell them why their breasts are going. And you were there to tell them what groceries you wanted from the store. But our fathers was gone. They never got to tell us how to deal with you. And your makeup. And your lies. And your craftiness. Your slithering snake behavior. They were not there to say... Son, get your toolbox. Son, don't play with no woman. Son, get up early before. Son, get out there on that farm. Son, get your toolbox. Son, fix this. Son, do that. We was left to this black woman, this conjurer, lying to the American people, and you, Raise the divorce rate. You over-sexualized the black community. You lied about who we are, what we are, and what's happening in a black community. You lied about the white community. You lied about the government and the police. You lied. You are the liar. Sneaky. Crafty. Wicked. And I make no apologies for telling the truth. I will never do that in my life. And I'm so sorry, white women, are you going to support me or you don't? Let me just tell you like this. I will never sit up there and talk about, now, I don't know nothing about no Jim Crow. Yes, I did. Thank God I wasn't in it. But I know it happened. Don't ask me to lie. And I want to talk about it either. Because we're past that. But don't act like we were no civil rights here and no different color waterfall. I'm not going to sit there and let you do that. And I'm not going to sit there knowing what black women have done. Knowing what you have done and just let's get over it and let's just talk about getting the homes back together and let's just look black and look important and look good and we can show the white community who we are. Bitch, you better back up off us, darling, because you're Frankenstein now, honey. Uh-uh, you, the, you belong to the Jewish man. Oh, yeah, I got a wife. No, 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 no. Just like on a plantation after your wife in there sleeping, doing what she got to do and you sneak out back and get you some of that good slave coochie cat. You remember what I'm talking about, master? You go right up there, no matter if it's our wife or not. You know what you did, and white women know what you did. That's why this is happening. Come on. God is going to fix all things. God will never let the black male be racist to her, be racist to anybody. God will never let the black male rule or live and grow his own home and his own person and his own constant reality and make God happy and put others down. We ain't, we ain't doing that. I don't care what other black people tell you. Well, I don't like white folks and we going to do this. You ain't going to do a goddamn thing. That's why your ass ain't in charge and we are. 
Come on. Guys, I want to introduce you to a young man who has went through a lot. And black women hate this man. And the powers that be because he exposed them. We're going to get right into it. You'll get very familiar with him. His name is Kevin Samuel. Let's get to it. I ain't got time for pleasantries and all that other kind of stuff. I love you much. Let's do this. Stop these nuts. These nuts? Now, these are all different black women from around the United States of America. Just listen. Pay attention. <laughs> Do you want to be married? Yeah. What we want you to listen to is how black women answer questions, their hesitation, the things that they think about, their truthfulness, how they stutter, and how crafty they have become under the tutelage of the Jewish liberal white man, how to answer questions, how to use the legal system, how not to give out too much information. Listen to these sneaky women that they have dumbed down the black male and they talk to us like we stupid. I want you to listen what happens when black men is on the top of their game and why it's important to have our fathers. I want you to listen to this, okay? I want my white women to listen mainly because you know what time it is and you know this brother too as well as you know the black man. Listen, baby. I do. Do you want children? Yes, I do. Do you think your husband will be a, a musician, an actor, or an athlete? Yes, I absolutely do. What? Now listen how she's not even paying attention. You caught it and I caught it, but pay attention. This is when they talk to us every day. Then when they get caught, they lie. They're about to start lying. They're talking about some Jesus and your father and the men is this. And bitch, we're not talking about that, honey. We're asking you a simple question. Don't you bring up Jesus. Don't you bring up men. And don't you bring up anything else. Your hours, your feet hurt or nothing. You answer the questions on the stand right now. Yeah, I, I know for a fact. Mm -hmm. That's the men I'd be with. So. How old are you? I'm 30. No. Yes. Those are the kind of men I attract. I'd be around. My resume kind of speaks for itself. Of <laughs> <laughs> dicks, yeah. Uh, yeah, you do too. Like, yeah, your your cock care, your 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 roster. <laughs> yeah, uh, dicks is is nice, but you got no wedding rings. No, but they got NBA rings. So. As your side chick. I'm not though. This dude proposed to me before, so. Uh -huh. Before, or after the orgasm. We never even did anything for real, for real. I just... Now, just so you know, these are the everyday women that you're going to see in college. These are the everyday women that are graduating more than everybody else. These are everyday women that you go and get a drink with, you see on the subway, on the bus. These is who we're dealing with, just so you know. You know, but that was it. Hmm. Now, was this... And all joking aside, uh -huh. was this when you were in college, or was it... No, it was well after college, sweetie. I'm last year. Kind of like like. And is he, did he play professional sports or like Canadian basketball? He was a drug dealer, but then he went to the NBA. And, okay. On and if you turned him down, why? Because he got twelve kids and sixteen baby mamas, and I didn't want to marry that for real. You can't it. make so this shit up. You can't make this shit up. Being pretty is not enough for a lot of men because I'm pretty and I'm still single. So. What do you want? 
don't, I, I don't know. I really don't know what I want. Now, just so you know, these women that you're going to be hearing, these are all black American women, just so you know. Okay? And all of these women will claim to be Christian. They will claim to be Democrat. And they will claim that the men is just no good. This is what we're dealing with. Now, keep in mind, for four decades, these women have raised the boys that are killing today, that are shooting, that think that they're negative, that they, they don't know about white people. The, 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 the breasts that made this happen, listen to it. These men, they don't know what they want. A lot of men don't know what they want in women. Mm. And you said you're how old again? 33. 33. So Now, I'm going to just tell you, we know we wanted a woman, and unfortunately, we see that a lot in white women and Hispanic and other women who have not been a victim of the slave mentality that carries over and prolongs in black women and they refuse to get help mentally. They want to just go to church and go to community college and act like there's no issue with them. And yes, it is. Regardless as to what men want, you don't know what you want? I mean, I know what I want, but... What is that? <laughs> Guys, remember the first thing I said about ego? Now listen to her laugh instead of getting right to it. Because this is her time to poise and use psychology that she learned from the good old liberal Jewish community, a man or a liberal uh, white man or whatever. This is, listen to it. Listen to it. We see it all, baby. Listen. They're not willing to be honest. To be honest with you, I ain't gonna lie. I don't know what I want to man. Like, now, I've been screwed. Now, you just lied. You said you knew what you wanted. They said, okay, you know what? You, you Basically, this is not a, a, a nigga that just know about football and he got muscles and he's got a big dick. I'm dealing with an educated man that I can't deal with, a straight-up black man. And so I'm going to say that he's gay. I'm going to say you're narcissistic, you're a misogynist, and you're deflecting, honey. Who didn't fuck for so long? I don't know what I want in a man. Just in this little bit of time of talking to you, it's been chaotic. I'm just asking you just the basic stuff about your, who you are and what you want. And um, the story, way you told the story is, yeah, you can't make this shit up. People. You weighed more than a man at your height. True or false? I'm around a lot of chubby dudes, so. No, no, but, but okay, how much do you weigh? 220. Now look at the deflection. The man just asked her, do you weigh more than an average man? Well, I know men, instead of saying yes or no, and perhaps we, in the black community, we have a obesity issue. Just keep it real. I weigh 210 and I'm six foot four. You broke the first rule. See, you ladies don't mind breaking the rules. The men are visual. The men want women that are fit, feminine, friendly, cooperative, submissive. Y'all don't mind being the size of, I'm sorry, you're five foot eight? I'm five foot eight. You're about the size of Emmett Smith or Barry Sanders was. You're a running back size. Okay. You can hit the A-gap like a motherfucker. Yeah, all right. I accept So don't that. come in here talking about what men should not be able to do when they got to accept. Now she just said, okay, I accept that. But if an average young male told her this, I, uh, you toxic. You, you're putting the black women down. And then now she goes, you know what? Because she's cornered with a very skilled, professional, educated man who's speaking well. He's not raising his voice. And guess what they do? You know what? You got us. Mm -mm -mm. Deceptive. Uh, somebody who can run out the power eye. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm being silly. I'm being silly because... But I'm being silly because... 
to make a point that modern women are so full of righteous indignation, what you are and ain't going to accept and all this other kind of stuff, when you're not even what most men want. No, and I'm working on that. You said I, I'm 23. You said that I can. I have until like 25. There's no reason to be 23 and 220 pounds, man. You ain't had no babies. There's absolutely no reason to justify unless it's something, unless it's glandular that you got a doctor's note for. There's absolutely no reason. I got married, but I don't want to be with You got mama. married? Yeah. You're currently married? Yes. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. Mm-mm. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Ma'am, are you trolling me? No, I'm not. A platform with a million folks actively talking about leaving your husband to get back with your ex. Because he's high value, and I feel like... And the reason you want to break your covenant with God and wreck your home of the pipe fitter guy is because the previous guy was higher value, meaning he earns more money? Yeah, and his social status, how he looks. What would the world say about that man? Now, I want you to keep in mind, this is a girl who her great-great-great-great-grandmother probably picked cotton. She has no wealth, no leverage, And she's looking for that. She's a daughter of slaves, a granddaughter of great people to inventors, etc. But look at the mind on this woman. It would say that this woman he got back with is the one you always wanted. She belongs and to the streets. So when we sit here and try to have a conversation with you and tell you, guess what? Whether you're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever, every new influencer, every new person thinks just because they have the dope content, they've got the fucking key. They got the, they've, they've been discovered fire. They've invented the wheel. And there's more that goes into it than just turning on a camera and saying, hi, I'm on YouTube. Hi, I'm on Facebook. Hi, I'm on OnlyFans. It takes planning. It takes work. It takes strategy. It takes business knowledge. It takes collaboration. It takes a lot of things that you obviously don't have. And that's why you're upset. Because at the end of the day, you know you don't have them. And you don't have the patience, the intelligence, even the patience, the patience, the intelligence, even the resources to sit down and just listen. So, and when OnlyFans stops, Subway will be hiring. Fatality. These, um, excuse my French, niggas alone, they always want to take me to court. Yeah. What does it mean? It means that it's like when I break up from with a guy, I go through divorces because they can't take me leaving them in the dust, in the dirt, where I left them at. Because they don't act right. So I have to move on. Is that right? Do you think that that's right of them? Why are you so, why are you, why are you such a poor judge of character to pick me and you gotta leave? When I back, I couldn't really. Oh, damn. No, oh, Ooh, damn. damn. Why are you such a poor judge? No, ma'am. I, no, ma'am. I listened to what you said. You came in talking about how you feel like you're in divorce court because you got to leave these men in the dirt. And all I hear is you're a shit judge of character picking men because you don't leave quality men. You're absolutely right. So, God, please stop telling me. That's what. No, no. God ain't got nothing to do with it. No, God ain't. I'm not going to tell you how this woman looked because this would be like, okay, are you trolling me? She looks almost. I'm not going to go there. Let's leave that alone. Would I give her this woman that he's talking to a three? I, I you know, I would, I, okay, she can get a three. But Jesus Christ, listen. 
Did you just hear what this man said to her, this woman? She would never have believed this if she didn't hear it from him. An educated black male who's using plain and simple language, grammar, reasoning, comprehension. It took him to be as blunt and as sharp as a knife, which usually would have amounted to you attacking a black woman. Which is why the Republican, the Democrat Party uses them because they know how to deflect. And if we're talking policy, they'll go into this black woman gig. When this is the same woman who destroyed her own home and her own sons. And relationships to have power to do this. Now who put you up to it? Pay attention to what you're listening to, guys. This woman... After he says that, no, this ain't about them suing you or getting mad because you keep leaving them. This is about you being a poor judge of character. And you're getting in these crazy and weird situations like the Maury show. And then you've got enough nerve to say that they, it's the men. I'm leaving them in the dust. They're not educated enough. They don't graduate. They got basketball in their mind too much. They don't hold a job. They, you know, they're toxic. All that shit, when it don't work, when you're in front of the right black male and he's not stupid and listen to all the psychology he, you, you're using, he is past the bar. We get it. You're not playing with us. These women get defensive. They start maneuvering and trying to wiggle out of this. And normally, because it's not on national television, there's not a third party, it winds up in her asking him to leave, her leaving. Or an argument, her going out with the girls, her going to talk about Jesus, Lord, and the Democrats. That's how this usually ends. And no resolution, no competence, no honesty, no truth, and no development comes out of black women in charge of the black community. This matriotic, fascist, socialistic, chitlin circuit that we've been under has destroyed America. The family unit, it had destroyed young girls who are being poisoned by this foolishness. Let's continue. Got nothing to do with it. Please don't bring my God into this. He couldn't have children anymore. And yeah. he was unaware of that. So I like immediately divorced him because children was the outcome Ooh. that I wanted to have. Ooh. It is what it is. It is what it is. Hmm. It was terrible, but, but like I told him from the beginning, like I wanted, I got married so we could have children. And then he found out he couldn't have children after we got married. So now I am actively looking. Karma's a bitch. How do you know you're going to be able to carry children to term? Exactly. I know. That's what I, I do know that. It, it is terrible. I'm not, it is, it is, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'll. So I'm, I'm asking seriously, ma'am, it's not really a value judgment as much as I'm just trying to hold a mirror up to you because you say this shit, the shit you say to people around you and they let you believe this stuff. I'm telling you to somebody who got no dog in the fight. That's the energy you're getting because you're a guy that said you don't think you should have to approach women. They should give you choosing signals. Where would you rank yourself? On a scale from one to ten, how tall are you? Five ten. Five ten. How much do you weigh? Mm. Mm. Uh oh. I weigh about two what? Depending on the day, between two eighty to two eighty five. So you 
a fat fucker. Now, he's not just talking to women. In his later years, that's what he focused on. In the beginning, when he first got started, before he got the millions of subscribers all over the world and things like that, and was dealing with celebrities, give, giving out advice, he started with men first. Talking about things that they needed to do. After being raised by them. Yeah. <laughs> so you think a five foot ten, almost three hundred pound dude, how much money you make? Like four hundred every two weeks. Four, so you make four hundred every two weeks. So you make eight hundred a month. You make uh, less than ten thousand dollars a year. Okay. But how many hold twenty up. year olds is hold on, hold on, hold on. Dude, I was a twenty year old and I was making far more money than that. In the eighties, when minimum wage was three thirty five an hour, so I need to hear it. How long? You got a big dick? Oh! I mean, it's above average. I ain't no Ron Jeremy. No, 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 no. I asked you if you had a big dick. I just said it was above average. I don't know what that is, really. Uh, you know if you got a big dick or not. Stop the bullshit. Every dude know whether or not he got a big dick. I know I got a big dick. You don't know? I mean... You don't have a big I... dick. That's the point. You don't have a big dick. You don't have a big wallet. You're a big, you're a fat dude. You got a lot of nerve thinking you should get choosy sitting with five foot ten and three hundred pounds, making less than a thousand dollars a month at twenty years old. And women should approach you. What they get? They don't even get a big dick. How <laughs> old are you? Thirty-five. Playing all types. Now you know why you heard that. Just so people don't say, "Well, he's always attacking women." No, no, no. He's brutally honest with men. And you know yourself, if you had a son that was 20 years old and he was obese, he had no children, and he was making $400 uh, uh, every two weeks. We're not even going to get into his hygiene, his grooming, his room, his place, his car. How he keeps his life, because that would probably turn into a sad story and deserves to be on a Discovery Channel. So just so you know, like I said... This is not just pertaining to women. This is about people getting real outcomes with real reality in real life. Of um, arenas. I work in those arenas. I work in all of those. Okay, how about this? Do me a favor. Okay. Uh, talk to me like I'm for a cocker spaniel because you're not really saying anything. And you said you how old again? I will let you guess that. I don't. I, I don't. I don't play these games. You either answer my questions or I'll bid you a good night. Forty-three. Okay. One thing I don't do is I don't do these things. No, I don't know you, so we you've been know. married. To... We all know this. Keep going. But then, but I will say this though: you've gone from thirty-five to forty-three, just like that. That's amazing. I did, didn't I? Yeah. It's crazy. I don't like liars. It is best to date, not just to have a relationship. You don't have to put a title on everything, Kevin. That's what you need to start telling these people. A title, you don't. No, have I need. To I need to. What I need to do is I need to direct people to this video and show you what's wrong. You don't need to put a title on nothing. It needs to just be free flowing. Yeah. Yep. And over here, stuff works. Where you at? It don't. You don't need to put a title on everything. You can have, you can have, you can have babies out of wedlock. You don't need to be married. You can do what you want to. Mm -hmm. We're the only community that operates like that. That's why you gotta take power back from these mindsets.
Have you ever opened up something at the build and it came with instructions? Of course. And it came with parts? Of course. The way you're talking is you just start doing shit. You don't need the instructions. You don't need that. Just start putting shit together. Uh-huh. You want to live on the fifth floor of a building like that? Mm-hmm. You got me sweating, Kevin. I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. I got to go. So when's the last time you held a job? Um, like a year ago. I was cashier. Okay. And I, was there an injury or something? No. So no, just, just I, was, I was fired for being late. So you're just lazy? No. No. It was, so you just tried I, to I was late. I speak now. Thank you. Did you do those yourself? No. You went and got them done? Mm-hmm. Who paid for that? I paid for them. With what? With the unemployment money. Are you trolling me? No, but Kevin, don't you think I have to look like something? And I think I you need to I think you need to grow up. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. If you were if you were a man This is a black woman in modern day America who's not working, receives an unemployment check, and constantly keeps her nails done. Now, you only know if she had a baby father, which we didn't get to. I don't think she I'm not sure. You know he would be paying for the nails. Who got time? <laughs> God help us. They will call you a deadbeat. But the only reason you get away with this is because you got two kids and you get unemployment. So you're juking the state. So she do have two kids. And she is receiving child support more than likely and health from the state. Then you got the nerve to have these fingernails up like you got money to pay for them. No, we haven't had sex. Okay. Why? Why? Because I don't, I'm stingy. I'm stingy with the, with the puss. Excuse me? I'm stingy with it. I do not give it up easily. When you married to your, when you married to your daughter's, you your baby mama, though, right? Baby I've never been married, no, but I just okay, don't. Okay, so I know. hold on, hold on. Let me, let, let's talk about this, though. See, um, I find it funny that women like yourself, baby mamas, all of a sudden want to get stingy with the puss after you gave your womb up before a ring. But then you want the high-value man to put a ring on it before he gets it? Who am I supposed to give it away? You got damn right you already did. Because here's the thing. See, that's what I mean. <clears throat> Man, you're a used vehicle wanting brand new 2021 prices. You can laugh all you want to, ma'am, but you just said six months. You're not even exclusive. You're talking about he's match-minded. What do you think he's inserting his penis? In his hand? No, and that's the thing. He could be inserting it somewhere else. Exactly, because here's the thing. Men with options don't play these games. There's a football player, Brian Banks. He spent five years in jail. The woman who accused him of lied about it. She got $2 million in some sort of settlement or something, lot or whatever. Then she was found out to be lying. Video evidence proof her confessing that she made the entire thing up. Has she served one day in jail? Nope. So when they lock your son up, take his rights, ruin his life, Life, not as because once that's out there, it's there forever. It never goes away. No, and then I really she... right. I don't think my son would ever be in that situation. I'm just saying. I want you guys to understand what she just said. I raised my son right. I don't think he'd ever be involved in that situation. 
You mean involved with a vindictive, lying woman? Yeah. Do you live in the United States of America? Yes, I do. I want to hear shit from you talking about you being broke. If you're not working at 60 hours minimum a week that you're getting paid for, turn off YouTube, Instagram, whatever, and get your ass out there. Go down there work at McDonald's, Circle K, get you a job. I don't care about your pride. You can't be proud and broke at the same time. Go work. Work and work and work. And then you take that money you make from your part-time job, invest some of it, invest most and take half of it invest it to your future the other 50 percent the other percentage take some have some fun go buy your belt then invest it in self-improvement get you a high income skill get you something that's going to give you high value skills that you can market on that you can leverage on the marketplace whether you're working in corporate america or whether you're going to be doing your own entrepreneurial thing in the future but men if you're working the harder you work, the luckier you get, the more exposure you get. I recently found out you had stage three cancer, right? Yeah. Yeah. That that made me look at things even more. I'm like, man, maybe he he to the point now, like I don't care about pleasing nobody. Well, I'm gonna tell her how it is. Well, when- this is Kevin Samuels being inter- interviewed by so many uh, radio stations, um, so many news outlets. I want to I want to say news outlets, but social outlets if you will let's see if we can move on with some more all right so what are we talking about okay mr samuel i just heard you um say you know if we just give men what they really want then we will be able to um be married and have a good life with the man i disagree um you have any children i do i have i have a son uh, and were you married? What, was I married when I conceived? No. Okay, go ahead. All right, so I disagree um, because I'm a social worker, so I'm I'm, I'm in the helping field, and I was just got out of a long term. Now, just listen. These are the women that keeps telling black men that they are so intellectual, so spaced out, so just educated, so great. Guys, I think we see it without even having to see it in OMG. Look at the poison. When he asks her a question, she repeats it, then say no. Mm-mm-mm. A relationship. Um, and before, well, when I was in the relationship, he would tell me, you know, okay, I want to go back to school. I want to pursue my degree. I want to finish, you know, well, I want to finish my degree. So I thought like, okay, great. Let me come up with a plan on, let's see how we can get your degree. Let's see what type of money we got to put in for you to do this. But when it came down to it, that's not what he really wanted to do. So it's hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you judging all men based upon what you're talking about? I'm not. But are you sure? Are you sure? Because you said you did. Okay, you say you disagree, but I allowed you to speak, and you spent the better part of a minute describing your situation. Uh huh. Mm Hmm. And, and like I was saying at first, like I'm a social worker, so I work with a lot of women, um, and I work mm-hmm. with a lot of, and mm-hmm. I work with a lot of single yeah. women. Uh-huh. But did you ever get the father side of this? She works with a lot of black women, and I'm not being disrespectful, and a lot of Democrats, and a lot of feminism, and a lot of misguidance, and a lot of ignorance, and a lot of reverse racism, a lot of division. That's what these women are pushing story no thank you 
I, I, when, when I well, sorry, hold on, ma'am. You get one side, the three sides, hers, his, and the truth. And guess what? I can pull up video after video of women breaking the law, lying, and females believing it. 74-year-old man in Idaho Springs uh, was tasered, framed, and stroked out. Because his neighbor, who's drunk high and had multiple felonies, lied and said he had Go look it up, guys. And that guy didn't get anything. That, and you know what the female cop was over there? This, this old man, they tasered him in his own home. Planted evidence on him. And they were more concerned with the woman who was drunk and high. So, uh, women tend to believe women's sob stories. And you cannot be an intelligent person and tell me, just because you're a social worker, hearing one side of the story, knowing you're a single mother predisposed to having a heart for women, that you're getting a balanced picture. Logically, no, I, logically, tell me that's what you're doing. No, what, I, what I'm saying is, I, I'm not only am I a social worker, I am a female, and I mm -hmm. do work with, I do work mm -hmm. with a lot of single women that mm -hmm. I have seen. A lot of single women who choose to marry before they carry do things out of order, and you don't get the father's story, right? I'm speaking about dating, Mr. Samuel. No, ma'am, I'm speaking about you're trying to set the table in a bullshit way. Do these women in social work come, to, come in here and they're married women who have children as a result of marriage and their husbands are still around? Some, yes, sir. Some, what percentage? One in four black women were married. Careful. Um, married about six percent. So ninety-four percent of these women aren't. Yes, sir. So when you say some, I don't understand why y'all do that. Some, if your kid came home and said, "Mom, here's my grade," and he gave you an F minus, he said, "Boy, you didn't get nothing. What did you do? You got an F minus." I got some of them right. You got six right, but you got 94 wrong. You'd be like, okay, so you got all right. You're already starting off wrong. And I'm going to tell you, in your relationship, you were wrong too. Let me tell you why. Because you said he decided he wanted to go to school. So something like that. He wanted to go to school. And immediately you pulled out your dick. And immediately you pulled out your dick. And, you, and immediately you pulled out your penis. You started Figuring out what to do and how to this and how to that. Da, 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 da. That ain't your job. It was for him to figure it out. He just said, what do you want to do? Did he ask you to go do all that? Did he say, I want to finish school? Did he ask you to go do all that? I hear you. Thank you. Put up your dick. So, I mean, just saying, many of our women, you're listening to 94% of women by your stats who aren't married, who are living at a level where they need social work and you expect to hear good stories about men and you don't even pay attention and you don't listen to the father's standpoint. Well, I tell you what, Miss Social Worker, why don't you go interview the fathers to understand what they're dealing with with these mothers because they can't all be angels. Yes, sir. And another thing, are you saying that men are not consumers? Where in the world, if you give a market what it wants, does it not buy it if you can afford it? Well, that's even with me. With if if I go to a if I go to Dillard's, if I if I go into Dillard's, 
and I get in the dealers and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna buy this perfume. Like I got my mind say I'm gonna buy this perfume. But if nobody's actually selling it to me or if I don't feel like I wanna spend my money in this store, no, I, I, I'm not you, you gonna change, do it. Excuse me, man. You change it. You see what you did? If I go into dealers and I already got my mind made up and they don't have it. Or I don't not have the money. Don't excuse me. They don't excuse me. Man. I want you guys to understand, this is what they do. This is how their logic works. I said, where do you go if you give a market what it wants and it has the money to purchase and it doesn't buy? You just made up a story where I'll go to Dillard's and I got my mind made up. And that's the problem. Most women don't buy what they should buy. They they buy they, they buy the motherfuckers they make babies with coming to your office needing help with. That's what they do. Instead of shopping at Dillard's, they should have been they should have been somewhere else. Man, you're putting the problem on men. There are not enough men. You're saying that men would not make a lot of... Okay, then why... Let's let's play it the other way. Then why would men... If women were offering men, men in mass in general, what they wanted, why would these men choose to remain single? I think greed. I, I, I really do. I think greed. I think, you know, uh, I, I can get something from her, but let me see can, what, what she has to offer. Let me see if it's just a little bit better. See, guys, what you, well, see what you're doing? You see, women think because everybody will fuck them, they think men have a free sexual option. How does the average man have greed in the sexual marketplace? You know how hard it is for most guys to get laid? 30% Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. 30% of men, 30 or under, report not having sex. 30% of men under 30 are virgins. But you can have somebody like Gabrielle Sinebay. And what, what do women say? Somebody will fuck her because somebody will. Women think there's something called attraction symmetry. They think just because they can go out and offer their vagina to the market, they know somebody will take it. If I walk out and offer my penis to the market... Somebody will, but will as many people, if I, how about this? You go in a room of a hundred men and say, I'm clean, got no diseases. I just want to hook up one night stand. No, no strings, no attachments. Out of a hundred men, how many think you're going to smash? If we got 30% of virgins, then No, I... no, 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 you're mixing things. I, you, you, no, don't play games with me. Put your hundred men in a room. 100 men, not, not 30% virgin, just 100 men. How many gonna smash? I don't know, Mr. Sanders. Really? Just give me a number. Heterosexual men, nope, nope. You wanna have sex? You clean? You got, how many men you think will smash? Maybe 80. All right. And if, I, and if I put 100 women in a room with the same kind of man, average man, how many women you think gon' fuck? <laughs> Maybe 60. Guys, that's the problem. They think, excuse me, look in the comment section. This is, I understand, man, when it's over. Women think it is easy for men to get sex. As they think it's just as easy for men to get sex as it is for them. 